welcome to Peace Alchemy. In today's uh, tarot, we're going to do a a mixed love tarot reading. Um, the image which can be found on Instagram at Peace Alchemy. Um, and <clears throat> this is for all signs, but individually I'm going to be calling out dominant placements as well as seasons. So you may uh, wish to listen to the full reading to determine whether or not um, this uh, applies to you. Now, when I am doing this reading, take into account your entire chart in astrology. I am not a uh, connoisseur of astrology by any means, uh, an expert, um, but uh, I do take into account uh, more than just the sun placement. Many tarot readers suggest Uh, looking at sun, moon, and rising, but I also feel like look at your north node as well, if you know what that is. If if not, you will need to research that yourself to determine what your chart placements are, but um, I also believe looking at the first five houses so you can see how you communicate, so how your mercury is. Uh, your son, of course, is your your personality, how you're projecting yourself. your Mercury um, is your communication. Your Mars is how you process emotions and conflict. Uh, Venus is your heart center, or you know what you're current, currently calling towards yourself. And um, your Moon, of course, is the processing of emotions as well. I include the emotions under Mars because um, they can, in when we are in shadow cause a trigger. So let's begin with the upper um, going from left to right. Um, The upper corner on the left is Pisces. Now we are currently of course in Pisces season and finishing out Pisces season. And this comes alongside the oracle of free yourself, give your relationship a chance, Thunderbolt and the Page of Swords. So a few things are going on here, okay? So um, the sun uh, is, of course, um, in Pisces on March the 15th. Uh, We have Mercury in Pisces on March the 24th. And then... Jupiter goes into Pisces on April the 13th. So these are going to be potentially integral dates. Um, Venus goes into Pisces on April the 27th. This um, particular spread for Pisces uh, placements are really about um, freeing yourself from any attachments or limitations or restrictions. Also on how you think a relationship should unfold or come towards you, especially in terms of a communication, because it looks like there's a a person younger um, than, it could be a vast age difference here with the page um, of swords wanting to come towards somebody with um, a bit of information. They're holding their sword loosely, um, so it's not in defense, but... um, to me, I'm sensing it's like a feminine, a very young feminine energy. Um, there's somebody who will be approaching someone um, who you would not expect 
this this communication could be an, a disclosure about feelings. Um, it could be coming in a very passionate and unexpected way with the thunderbolt. So there's going to be a lot of passion behind it. So there may be aspects that, with the age difference, especially or previous experience that, that um, a person who this resonates with did not experience, uh, did not expect or would not necessarily welcome, but it's asking to give your relationship a chance, but also to free yourself, to allow your currently imposed restrictions to be broken, to allow yourself to love again. Also, um, to allow yourself to be put out there in terms of um, your gifts, to allow your uh, to allow others to see you, even if you don't have uh, you know the resources to travel or to get out there and go to a lot of social events. On social media, there's so many different platforms to allow your voice to be heard. The page of swords could be somebody who's just getting their truth. Uh, out for the first time, um, not being afraid to flirt with another person, allowing their self to express themselves. Next, we have the Mars, okay? Uh, Mars, worth waiting for playfulness, fighting, and magician. Magician is represented by the Gemini and also um, often the Virgo. So it can be um, Virgo is an earth sign, Gemini air. Uh, but it's about becoming the, the, taking a playful approach as we approach um, Mars in retrograde at the end of the year. But just a couple of things to note about Mars is that Mars will be in Aquarius on April the 7th, and then it goes into Pisces on May the 17th, and Aries June 27th, and then so forth, and then the end of the year goes into retrograde. Uh, come end of October through January. So it's very important right now to take a playful approach to life. Um, Not see everything as a joke or a comedy, but taking a more light-hearted approach. Not Not having the resistance up and the dukes up all the time. Learning to find your center again. Um, and recognizing that by year end, there's going to be a lot of things coming together. The thing in terms of love and the beginning stages of love, it could be with a Gemini. With the Mars energy, it could be potentially a Taurus, which sits to the next card, but we'll get to that in a minute. I would say um, there is something I want to note about that, but it could also be by Taurus season. It could come in like a bull in a china shop. So this could be someone who's a very assertive person coming in. So recognizing if it's a, um, well, I can't even say masculine or feminine because it could be either. But what I would say is one of the partners may be coming in um, very passionately and very comedically. And the other person who's gone through a lot of difficulty is feeling like they're seeing everything as a joke. And so learning to learning to let things unfold and realize that it is possible that you actually put this into place through your um, you know, your thoughts and your intentions um, and the way you kept leveling up. And also don't be fooled by the magician because the magician has can be a sorcerer and it can also be someone who is just a master manifester, someone who's very good at um, 
balancing their own energies and recognizing them in others. Coming out with a more um, playful inner child, allowing the inner child to come out is also important during Taurus through um, the end of the year and, and when Mar- oh, sorry, when Mars retrogrades. Taurus being the next um, placement that's showing up, I see this as both Taurus placements and Taurus season. We have you deserve love, unrequited love, and control in the Seven of Cups. All the glitters is not gold. I see this in terms, there could be someone with Taurus placements predominantly, possibly sun placements, that has been offering bait, could be clickbait, could be um, love bombing uh, another person, and also balancing another partner through control tactics. Um and it's unrequited love in other words they're playing one and controlling another but but out of fear that they do not want to lose that partner it could be someone they have a child with the seven of cups is very pie in the sky thinking Uh, a lot of fantasy thinking can't have a lot of pisces watcher pisces um cancer scorpio um behind it So it's very important to stay grounded with this type of person. Do not feed the energies unnecessarily, nor get swept up into it, because you indeed deserve love. And Taurus season can um, be an integral turning point. And again, don't misunderstand me. This is not all Tauruses are bad people. Um, Because I know a lot of people with Taurus placements. And so... um, It can also be there to teach us um, to maintain your ground, uh, to stand for your values and stand for your non-negotiables because Tauruses, of course, being the bull, can come in like a bull in a china shop. It can blast in and when you least expect it, especially because they're very attractive, tend to be very attractive, well, all signs are, but in this case, Tauruses can be very... um, appearance-centered people and so they can come off very kind and very loving and yet they um, may take a little you know a bit of a playful approach with having no intentions of following through and in this case with the seven of cups I see this as somebody playing with someone else's emotions not intentionally it's just the nature of they're used to being told they're attractive and so they're not aware of the impact they may have on another person. So I would just say not to be in fear, but to take this person with a light-hearted approach. Um, you, you will want to wait if this is somebody you feel that is definitely your soulmate or your intended partner, that you let them, let them prove themselves, let them pre- reveal themselves. Because, um, like I said, it could be somebody who has a solid partner, a long-term partner, but is also playing the field behind the partner's back. Because it is, it does have the unrequited uh, oracle card with it. And, uh, again, it could be a water sign that is um, affected here, which indicates, to me, it indicates emotions that have been... Um, 
ideal being idealized and romanticized about a particular relationship but I do see positive love coming in during Taurus season either you will in, um, potentially cross paths with somebody it could be randomly it could be on social media um, with vast social media you can meet anyone all virtually all across the world and no limitation but I do see it coming in like a fire um, and a very passionate one at that with Aries, we have um, religious factors, let your friends help you, mind, and the emperor. So with the emperor, we have the double Aries. So this could very well be someone who is an Aries coming in during Aries season. And um, so you could, it could be someone who is, has Aries placements meeting an Aries. Or it could also be coming into your full self, coming into your full masculine. The Emperor is also see, seen as somebody who's really resting confidently in their masculine. With the Religious Factors card, it could be somebody coming in, offering love to somebody with, that has a different um, religious belief or spiritual belief than you. So, like I said, it could be somebody coming in and you have a partnering of a Christian, um, someone with Christian beliefs and someone who might have Buddhist beliefs or, you know, practice um, more, you know, alternative beliefs. And so it's really about being open. Um, with the Let Your Friends Help You, I think that's about divine timing as well, you know, like understanding divine guidance, recognizing synchronicities, and it also could be somebody within your um, direct circle of influence or social, social network of influence. So it could be very well somebody that you know, that they know, that they know sort of thing. So um, something you might have said impacted someone else and they're like, oh, you need to meet this person. But I would say not necessarily worry about too much about that and just recognize to be open um, the mind card allowing your mind to be open being very aware of Aries can be very good manifestors but they're also very good stabilizers and uh, master abundant people who can master abundance so this is going to be a really positive um, partner coming in again could be a man could be a woman we just don't I don't tend to focus on that as more it is is um, the masculine feminine behind it. In the next row, we have Mercury, new love, reconciliation. Um, oh, I didn't, I'm not, sorry, let me go back with Aries. I don't think I mentioned this. Okay, Aries um, transits that you may want to note that could impact this is communication uh, could come in the first part of April, the first week of April with Mercury being in Aries on April the 8th. Um, and then the sun, of course, in Aries on the 14th of April. Uh, and then Venus goes into Aries by May 23rd. So again, by Taurus season, uh, this passionate um, person could come in following the one that didn't go anywhere because it was a player. Mars goes into Aries on June the 27th, so make sure that when you meet this person that you give them a chance, that you allow things to unfold, that you don't just let past relationships, such as the one that, that you felt maybe you had some illusions about um, or was played by, um, don't let that cause you to judge this person because this 
you know, fire sign or someone who comes in like a fiery personality could prove to be a very solid partner and, um, but it may be tested come, you know, June time frame, which interestingly will be around cancer season. And so, um, the latter part of June, so just be careful because that, well, the reason why I say it is cancer is a water sign, which means emotions can be triggered. It's all about recognition of where you need to correct any false beliefs about relationships or not judging people that you meet by past relationships. Okay, we go into Mercury, which is um, an air, uh, Mercury governs air or governs Gemini, which is the balance of masculine and feminine, um, learning to see duality. You got new love, reconciliation, projections, and Queen of Wands. Again, this is a woman who's very passionate and fiery, very, very um, able to come in with her whole heart. The new love, it does say it's going to be a new love, but also reconciliation. So this could be a past life relationship, but it could also be someone that you crossed paths with a long time ago. And, you know, due to circumstances, was not able to um, have it work out. It's just poor timing. Uh, also with the projections card and the Mercury card governing Gemini, I would say this is really about a lot of mirroring going on. But with the number seven, be advised, seven can, rec uh, seven can represent perfection, but also uh, mirroring of per uh, or triggering like uh, in terms of watch that fire because it can be in a very intense, passionate relationship. It can rise the heart to levels that it wasn't uh, previously. So there can be potentially some fear. Uh, that might happen as regards to this relationship. Again, with the Mercury and Wands placement, and it could be a fire sign or an air sign, so Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, uh, Leo, Aries, Sagittarius, it could also um, occur at one of the um, Mercury transits. So Mercury transits in Pisces March the 24th. It transits in Aries April the 8th and Taurus April 25th. Again Mercury is in Taurus um, May the 10th and it goes direct in Taurus June the 3rd and Mercury hits Gemini July the 2nd and so forth. However I would just say this is the first the next few months. Um, these are the time frames any any time from Taurus season through uh, Gemini, uh, actually Leo season, I would begin to, um, well, I would work on myself before then, but also just recognize that love could come in very, very, very strong, very passionately. Um, and if it's not a fire sign, it could be a fe very strong feminine energy. Um, I don't think there's concerns about love bombing here with the Queen of Wands because this is somebody who's just she's she's very confident. She knows who she is, and and, and you know all these tarot readings are about uh, recognition of um, the evolution of the self as well. So it could be the rise of the feminine. Um, and Leo is also a fire season, so and fire sign, so we're 
prior to Lionsgate on August the 8th, I would say there could be the beginning stages of a very passionate soulmate relationship. With Saturn as the next card, children um, calling in the soulmate and comparison and four of swords. Right. I see with this um, to take time with reflection and knowing what it exactly is that you are intending. What is the intention behind your behind your love? Um, again, this could be somebody with uh, already have children. I don't see it as somebody necessarily um, getting with somebody and then producing children, but somebody who already has children who's left a. Um, left a karmic situation where the lesson has been learned and the parties have released one another. Um, but with the calling in your soulmate in the Four of Swords, again, this could be an air sign, Libra, uh, Gemini, Aquarius. With a comparison and the number five, I would say be very careful not to compare this person to past exes because they because they either physically look like um, your ex or they uh, have traits or they don't manage their, um, raise their children a certain way or have the same belief systems. With Saturn uh, transits, um, Saturn transits Aquarius April the 29th, it retrogrades in Aquarius June the 5th. And then it's in Capricorn transit in July the 12th. So these could be very key dates um, from now until the end of Cancer season, beginning of Leo season, that you might start seeing um, that a love opportunity may come in with somebody who wants to grow a family. But the calling in your soulmate card, it could be somebody who's coming in to help another person clarify what it is they actually they're looking for which with the four of swords it's about going back into the chambers of the mind and recognizing in the heart what is it I want because swords is an air sign four is about solidity four is about building a solid foundation so this person could come in during this time and prepare you for a more solid um, aligned soulmate because especially with the comparison oracle and the four of swords this is about somebody who just feels like it's not what they expected so just making sure that when you are intending for for love to come in that it is definitely what for sure what you want and not leading someone on until you know you can invest in it so it's about really heartfelt expression between you both the next one we have Virgo, Earth sign. Doesn't have to be Virgo, Earth sign. It can be Virgo placements, and it also can be during Virgo season, which is when Uranus retrogrades. This is flirtation, wedding, consciousness, and wheel of fortune. So this is a very powerful card. Okay, I would say my first instinct with this spread is that this is about. The coming into unity of the self, the love, falling in love with oneself, really coming to know oneself and marriage of the self. <laughs> because we have the consciousness card. So this is someone who's going to fully align with source, with origin, um, and it's in divine timing. 
you can say Virgo season, you can say it's a Virgo placement, but it can also represent someone to make sure you ground yourself um, because it's going to be one powerful experience when it happens and it's going to be ushering in a new beginning when it does. It can also manifest as a partner coming in after this process happens, but this is going to be somebody who has balanced their masculine and feminine and has reached the point where they have learned whatever karmic lessons that, that are needed within themselves and they're going to call in new opportunities and uh, new beginnings and they those can be in the form of a relationship a deeper consciousness a deeper spiritual um purpose or you know a soulmate mirror um, and it can be for perhaps collaboratives. So it could be twin, collaborate, co twin collaboration, soulmate collaboration between two parties that are not intending on marrying. Uh, but they're basically have done their own individual work marrying source or creator in order to put out a grander purpose out there. It can also happen with someone within a current if they're two conscious partners already existing in a relationship. Now, key dates, um, key dates with Virgo, I would say, are Mercury will be in transcending in Virgo in August the 21st. So after Lionsgate during Uranus retrograde, Mercury is uh, also in Virgo September the 10th and it goes direct in Virgo October the 2nd. So I would say that there will be opportunities for communication with somebody, maybe sitting down and having heart-to-heart -heart conversations and collaborations come time August through October for somebody with, um, that has reached this evolution or, again, is a Virgo placement. Next, we have the sun sign with reverse ace of pentacles, codependency, retreat, and exhaustion. The sun is all about, okay, sun represents fire, which hence represents Leo, a fire sign, um, predominantly Leo, someone who's used to being on stage. Um, with the reverse ace of pentacles, they may have put the cart before the horse already. Maybe have watched somebody for some time and been in love with someone for some time only to find out that that person triggered aspects within them that they were not ready yet. They still hold codependency. They still are afraid to release their safety net. Um, and they have reached the point of exhaustion within themselves primarily due to triggers. So I would say it's really important for this person to get along with themselves and find out what it is they're made of. Where is the missing element? Where is the missing piece? Where's the lack of trust? Because the Ace of Pentacles in reverse is somebody who is not offering or was going to offer something um, and then put, you know, had a, not a false start, but pulled their pinnacle back. Um... It can be a feminine energy, it can be a masculine, it's not important. It's just somebody that is portraying one aspect, but inside they're living still in fear and codependency because of past um, pain or past... Um, it could be that they have come out or have, are currently in a controlling situation, a toxic situation which is building toxic um, connections 
but their heart is wanting love again. And it's quickly remedied. It's just somebody who needs to really go in and do the work on themselves and build whatever is needed. And that's where the retreat comes in. Retreating, you know, go on a vacation, retreat within your own self, spend time getting to know yourself and finding out, would you want to be in relationship with you? If not, well, then that means you got to find out what areas need worked on. If, if so, then continue on the path that you will present and become what you're looking for. In the final row, we have fire. Again, fire, a lot of fire in this, in this spread and air and fire and earth. Some water, but all elements are being present in here, so it does cover all signs. So we have fire with the reverse six of wands. Very soon, healing, family issues, and breakthrough. I would say this is a clarifier from the sun reading previously. It could be again Aries, Leo, Sagittarius with the reverse six of wands and the fire element. Um, but it is about meeting potentially a mirror, a mirrored soulmate, someone who will come in. And they say all people are mirrors. I don't think all people act as mirrors. Some act as catalysts. And we want to be careful with catalysts because you can form an attachment. Sometimes with mirrors we get triggered with a catalyst. We form attachments. With this situation, I think it's going to be someone who's so powerfully going to come in. And it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be love, but it can be a one-time clandestine affair um, that really opens the heart gate and the person um, that's a, that's, that meets them or whatever is affected is going to um, become fully aware, have an extreme epiphany of where they have a deep wound. Could be a mother wound, could be a father wound, but it is about healing family issues. Also, and it's going to happen quite quickly, it says here, very soon. We'll look at that in a minute, but um, we have fire element with number 23 reduced to 5 and um, the 6 of wands reversed. So this could be someone from a distance. It could be online communication that occurs, an online exchange. And the breakthrough will happen in a way that will free this person from the karmic bonds that they've been under. Um, it can be even... I wouldn't know if it, it, it's possible that it can be a conflictual debate issue, but this being a love reading... It can happen. It's going to happen in such a way that if it if they are triggered, it's going they're going to walk away recognizing the gift the person gave them, not not long after. 
With the Sagittarius next, we, again, this could be Sagittarius season or placements. We have keep an open mind, romantic feelings, and experiencing. And then the Knight of Wands, again, fire. There's a lot of fire signs here. So I'm thinking, again, these could be very um, intricately in Aries or Sagittarius season, with Leo season being just a checkpoint. Knight of Wands is someone coming in very passionately to help you feel again. Somebody, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Sagittarius. Again, this relationship could form a very deep bond by Sagittarius season, which is going to be on and around Mars retrograde. And again, I mention that a lot, but keep an open mind how things unfold. Um, this may be a type of person that you never expected to be in a relationship with or could be um, making you think outside the box a bit. So again, make sure you know what you're intending and what you are your non-negotiables and discover them from the off onset because you, uh, when this person comes in, they're going to come in rather quickly and they're not going to um, necessarily... Um, hold their tongue when it comes to expressing themselves. You can get somebody who is also going to open you up to expressing and feeling emotions and passion that you never expected to feel before. So it could be somebody that meets somebody that has um, when all do is said they've been through quite a bit and they're going to help you um, unleash a lot of resistance that has been there. Could be from someone who's been single a really long time and has closed their heart chakra down. With the cancer we have next in seven, reverse seven of wands, let go of control issues, which sorry you can't see on the card, and then soulmate and com uh, compromise. This is about finding common ground. Cancer in uh, water sign is someone who's highly intuitive. With the reverse seven of wands, it could be someone who's holding back their emotions and maybe in their shadow, not um, maybe operating in pass passive aggression because, again, the let go of control issues. This is somebody who's uh, trying to slow down the chariot because the chariot is representative of cancer and tarot. Um, the soulmate is somebody that's going to test their inner reserve, to test their, their balance, to test their ability to hold their fire. Because it is seven of wands, it could be an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius that meets a Cancer sign uh, or other water sign. Um, but I would say it's about somebody who, again, throughout this year, we're given checkpoints to test our triggers um, before Mars retrograde. And you want Mars to be a peaceful time where you are just kicking back and watching the show, so to speak, or enjoying a passionate exchange with somebody. And that you fall in love with. And so I think if the quicker we release the need to control anything and just set back in the flow and recognize that when you are your own soulmate, when you are, I know it sounds so trite, but when you really come to see everything outside of yourself as an experience of what are already you have intended for yourself, because you can imagine a lot of things and they don't come to pass. But the more you intend something, you work actions towards it. So just be mindful of any actions that you're putting forth towards things. Not just your words, but what are you spending time on? 
So key and um, key moments for uh, the Cancer sign is Sun in Cancer will be, of course, July 16th, Mercury in Cancer July 17th, Venus in Cancer August the 7th. So these are key dates that were, um, you know, any time from June to the end of uh, Leo season could be prove integral. Um, finally, we have Gemini. Gemini air sign. Gemini is represented in tarot with the magician. Mercury um, governs it. And we have with this Gemini, we have the Fool, Deception Oracle, Release Your Ex, Heart to Heart Conversations, and the Cross Oracle of Success. This is a pretty self explanatory th- um, spread. Oh, there's one. Yeah, that's that's correct. Um, Gemini is all about communication and being in the mind, but also the balance of masculine and feminine. And they can be risk takers with the fool stepping out a new beginning. With deception, it can be about a false start. Uh, not necessarily a full start, but stepping out without understanding the risks involved. So being really mindful of cause and effect. Having a heart-to-heart conversation with this oracle, I would say that you're going to meet somebody. Gemini could be an air sign, could be meeting a Gemini. Um, it can also be somebody who's going to mirror um, mirror your um, dominant polarity. So masculine feminine exchange the energy but it's going to be somebody who it's going to be like a cosmic dance with the success card it's going to work itself out because again look at the oracle on there it's the tiger and we're currently in the water year of the water tiger a lot of celebratory uh confetti going on too and it's you know a person riding the tiger to victory and very proudly at that so i would say um this is just about releasing it says release your ex so it can be an actual physical person but I think also releasing your expectations for how someone's going to come in and the nature of the type of person that you see yourself with I think you should have a solid idea of what you're looking for but release expectations on all like every variable Um, because sometimes it can happen and sometimes it can be better than what you expected key dates uh, for Gemini are that we have Mercury in Gemini July the 2nd and we have Venus in Gemini July the 13th and Mars in Gemini October 16th so there's a number of months here before Mars gets tested with (laughs) so the more um you balance yourself and balance your expectations and I'm not saying go full flow here but be able to tame the tiger because this indicates you will tame the tiger the tiger is generally the person the shadow self when the shadow meets the yin meets the yang Um, the shadow meets the light 
in animal totem. That tends to be how it's interpreted. And so this is somebody who's going to really have a full uh, triangle with the three on the Gemini Oracle um, balance between the crown and the past and the, and the uh, future forward. So, if um, that being said, as a collective reading, if you looked at your full chart, I would just say that now is the time to check your emotions thoroughly. I wouldn't say check them at the door. I don't believe in denying your, your voice or your truth. I think it's being careful you're not allowing other things to trigger you to the point you become like a bull in a china shop. The passions are going to start being very strong this year as we progress into the next year or two. So whatever is being laid as a solid foundation in this year is what's going to be like a torch to light the way forward. And without going into professional like um, career readings or anything like that or professions or purposes speaking on love alone Sagittarius season has come up a number of times as an integral period so quarterly you see these showing up um, and we start with a water sign and end with a Gemini sign so um, it's really about recognizing that when you whatever your emotions are is how you're going to address any communication that comes in but it appears in a positive manner so there is a forward progression here there's grounding that's occurring in the middle between communication and the sun the importance of big vision and uh, not just limiting your uh, mindset in terms of how a relationship should unfold but seeing it as two people on an adventure together well, if you enjoyed this reading, please hit the like button, share, and subscribe. Visit me on Instagram at Peace Alchemy, and stay tuned for future podcast tarot readings.